Welcome to another episode of the Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur with your host, Sharon Wilson, founder and chief inspiration officer of Coaching from Spirit Institute and master spiritual business mentor. The intention of this show is to provide transformational tips, tools, strategies, and resources that support and empower you to soar and shine in your business now. Enjoy. Well, welcome everyone. I'm so excited you're listening in and I'm so excited for our guest today. In our talk today, she'll be sharing about how you can eliminate your money blocks, three keys to increase cash flow without sacrificing your life. And at sign me up, that's what we all want to know. So let me tell you about our amazing guest today. She's a seven-figure business coach who helps entrepreneurs build businesses that support their ideal lifestyles. After receiving her MBA from the Kellogg School of Management and working in marketing for L'Oreal Paris, she left corporate to start her first company and then her second company, Revenue Breakthrough. Today, she takes her clients step-by-step through building, growing, and expanding their businesses, and she combines her business experience with intuition and healing abilities to help her clients get on stock, eliminate self-sabotage, and move through fear. She's also the author of three best-selling books, Getting Rich, You're Doing It Backwards, and Pause, 52 Questions That Lead to More Money and Time, and also The Breakthrough Planner, a 90-day system for entrepreneurs. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to have with us here today, Monica Shaw. Monica, great to have you. I'm so excited to be here. So Monica, you know, I told you about when I got the download to do my podcast and, you know, really call it a spiritually persistent entrepreneur, uh, you know, that I was to ask each guest before we start, what does being a spiritually persistent entrepreneur mean to you, Monica? So uh, spiritually persistent is, it's such an interesting combination of words. Mm. Uh, What I know, so I've been in business for since 2005 on my first company and then 2010 um, on this current and my current company revenue breakthrough. And so we're going on 12 years for revenue yeah. breakthrough. And uh, wow. one of the things that I've learned is, you know, we were, we're a seven figure company. We have been since 2013 and I have taken some major risks to get to the level that we're at, you know, from doing big events and where I didn't know if I was going to fill them to, you know, paying for sponsorships on people's stages to doing launches. And for every risk I've taken, there have been so many times where I have bombed, where things haven't worked, where there's (laughs) been so much disappointment. And, you know, and it's not Welcome to the club. I appreciate that you're sharing that because people think every time we do something, we hit it out of the park. And I have to tell you, if people tell you that they are not being truthful. Totally. I mean, not only are they not being truthful, but they're probably not growing Mm -hmm. um, because in order to grow, you have to sort of do things that are uncomfortable. And when you do things that are uncomfortable, they may or may not work. And I think what like, you know, and, and I'd love to say like, this was in the past, but I, like, we had a major event in March of last year and it just didn't turn out the way we liked it to. And I was so disappointed afterwards for like, it literally came in like waves of disappointment where I would feel like nauseous and it came in waves for weeks after the event. And I, 
I have to say that like for me, I went to spirit during that time. Like I, the, like two days after the event, we were, um, I went, we were in Costa Rica. I ran the event from Costa Rica and we went to like a, a watery fall place, a waterfall place. And it was really beautiful. And, but I was so, so still disappointed that I was really struggling with staying present with all the beauty all around me. And so I took some time and I wrote to spirit. I did some dynamic journaling where I just asked a bunch of questions to spirit and spirit answered me. And I still, and I wrote like 10 pages and I, and I, I find that if I can go to a higher place, then I can start to understand that life isn't about your results, right? It's not about whether you hit the numbers or get the clients. It's about what you learn and moving through each experience. Mm. And that and that really helped me to keep wow. going. We ended up doing two more events that year. Thankfully, they were both better than, than that one. And I wouldn't have kept going if spirit didn't fill me with an understanding of the fact that there's, you have to look at things from a higher perspective. And I think that's where spiritual persistence comes from is, oh. is being persistent in remembering what is most important in this process is the learning from the doing, not just getting the results. You know, I have goosebumps, honestly, it's all while you're talking about that. And that is just such a powerful energy. I want people to just soak in that for a moment because you may never know what got activated in that experience that you would say, hmm, if I just looked at it objectively, measurably, doesn't look like it really, you know, created the results, but there is something so powerful that was activated in that. And you may have been a little ahead of the wave or ahead of the curve or ahead of your time, or, I mean, there's all kinds of things, you know, that needed to happen and get activated in you. And even in those that were on their way, even now, right. And, and those are the kinds of things that we may never know. And so that's where a lot of the trust factor just comes in to say, you know, I just trust that um, no matter what, you know, I am on my path and I am aligned and, and, you know, and I will continue to move forward one foot in front of the other, right? Absolutely. And I, I've really, it taught me that so, so much spirit has really taught me the difference between what I call a result and an outcome. Mm. Like a, you know, a result is the number that you intended or the actual, you know, number of people, number of clients, amount of money or um, number of people that grow from your list or whatnot. And I think it's results are incredibly important. I think we should always be clear about what results we want and set intentions for them. But then we have to detach from the results mm. and attach to what I call the outcomes. And the outcomes are the positive experiences that you have um, that, that could be future experiences from just simply taking the actions and knowing that trusting that no matter what, there are going to be positive outcomes because you took an action, even if you're not entirely sure what they are now and like attaching yourself to that. Mm. And that's been a huge, like, it's been the difference for me of staying small and growing larger, like taking risks, doing events, hiring new people, always understanding that I'm not really attached to whether this actually works, you know, in tangible numbers in the time frame. I'm attached to knowing that I have to do something. 
I have to take an action if I want to move forward, if I want to get different results, different outcomes. So I'm going to attach myself to the outcome that comes from taking that action. Oh, wow. That's well, you just answered (laughs) my second question, which was, you know, how, what is the challenge that stands out that you face that's helped you to activate that? I mean, you just tied that up in a nice, pretty bow there. So I think we can, you know, thank you. I mean, did an amazing job on that. And, and I just, I, I can feel that so powerfully. And I want people to really get that. Okay. Because, you know, this, this is so key. It's so easy to say, don't be attached to the results. So easy, right? I mean, that is so easy to say, but walking that talk and doing that when it doesn't look like it turned out the way you want it to, oh, the, the activation that comes in that is so incredibly powerful and it does pave the way for more to flow to you than would have flowed. Even if that event would have been what you thought it, you wanted it to be. My feeling is so much more is on its way because of what got activated through that experience. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I mean, it's now to the point, Mm. you know, that event really would have, if I didn't have the understanding of what we just talked about, Mm -hmm. that event might've like been enough to stop me in my year entirely. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and, and because I had this understanding and because I had spirit, I was able to really say, okay, there's something here I don't see. And I'm willing to keep walking forward in trust that Mm -hmm. either I'll see it or I won't, but that something behind the scenes is working always in my favor. And that's okay. Even if it's not, even if it doesn't feel good, you know, in the moment, that's okay. And in fact, like now I do a practice where whenever I go into an event or, um, and I've done this for years, uh, where I, I actively let go, like I set my results for the intentions that I want. And then I actively let go of them in my body until I can, I re- until I can really feel a place of surrendering to being happy with whatever happens. And only then do I start the event? And I feel like that has made, again, another huge difference to how I feel, you know, after I do something and during. Yes. Wow. Well, of course, you know, we have to have you come back on because just that right there, I mean, we're going to just scratch the surface today. Uh, So I will already say, and you and I already spoke about this, that, you know, we definitely will have you come back on because we, this is a foundation that you're providing for people. And just even talking about this right now, what a foundation that is. So we're going to jump in. And I love, we talked about you know, you talking and sharing with people about two easy tools that they can use to increase their revenue in the next 60 days. So we're going to go from that to, you know, cause, cause I know people are saying, Oh, okay, great. That's great. But what can I really do? Because, yeah. you know, and, and so what you talked about is so key. And then there are some tools that you can provide for people that can increase their revenue in the next 60 days. So could you begin to just sort of share with us some of those tools? Sure. And just to bridge the gap for those that are listening, you know, I'm known as somebody that, um, 
like puts the ohm in MBA. <laughs> and, what that, <laughs> I love and, and what that means is that I, I, I flip pretty quickly between business strategy and sort of spirituality yes. and mindset. Um, and so one of the things that I know, so when I first started my first company in 2005, um, I, within 12 months of starting it, I was $25,000 in debt and yeah. I didn't know how to get myself out of it. And I didn't know how to generate revenue. And I ended up uh, doing all kinds of things like cat sitting and dog walking and, you know, selling stuff on eBay and doing all kinds of things. And then there was a particular week where I rented my apartment out for seven days in a row on Airbnb. And I got in this subway to go home. This was, I was in New York city and I got out of the subway and I had this moment in the subway stop where I realized that the elevator was closed, the escalator was closed, and there were five more flights of stairs to get to street level. Mm. And I just, I got so tired in that moment. And I put my bags down and I sat down on the New York subway floor. Like, you know, you've hit rock bottom, right? (laughs) When you sit down on a New York subway floor and there I was like tears rolling down my face. And I, and I decided I was going to give myself a year to figure out how I was going to generate money. And if I didn't figure it out, I was going to go back and get a job. Now, but you know, you can, I mean, you know, you have this MBA, you've worked in corporate. I mean, you knew, you, you know, you know that you could do that and that always is, is an option. So I think it's great, you know, that you kind of gave yourself this time, but you also said then, okay, well then I need to be able to generate revenue. Right. So, so then what happened? Yeah. So I gave myself uh, that year and I hired all kinds of business coaches and marketing coaches and mentors and the like, and what I got clear on is that most people don't actually know how to generate revenue, like in their businesses. We're so busy doing busy work and doing all the things that we skip the part about putting money in the bank. Mm-hmm. And so one of the pieces that I think is first important to share is that the number one way to move money into your bank account is to ask for it. And I don't mean like ask your uncle for it. I mean, <laughs> ask for it, like in, in do sales conversations, mm-hmm. um, make offers to people. And so there are, and so I find that a lot of folks don't really focus in on making offers, doing sales conversations. And so one of the co- the key pieces to think about in terms of generating revenue um, is about having that focus be there on what do I need to do? How many offers have I made this week? And what do I need to do to make my next offer to have a sales conversation? So one way to remember that, and this is my the, the one tool that I love sharing is something that I call revenue tracking. And revenue tracking is that you get a piece of paper and you number it one through 31. And that's the days that stands for the days of the month. Mm-hmm. And then at the top of the paper, you write an inspirational phrase, something that is inspiring for you. And then you also write a 90 day revenue goal. So how much money do you want to make over the next 90 days? Then every time that money flows into you, so um, whether it be 
uh, a check that somebody writes you or a credit card that you process, you write that number down next to the day of the month. So if it's the fifth of the month and you just got $750 and you put 750 next to the number five, if it's the 10th of the month and it is, and you just got $600 and you would put $600 next to the number 10. And as you, every night, you write down how much money came in, whether it was zero or whether it's whatever amount it is. And you add it up, you tally it up as you go through the month. Now, what this does is it keeps you crystal clear on how far away from your goal are you from a revenue perspective. And it keeps you focused on one of the most important pieces of your business, which is revenue. If you've ever been a business owner who, you know, has like, it's the beginning of the month and you said, oh, I want to generate $5,000, but then you get to the end of the month and you realize, gosh, I really didn't, you know, I got kind of sidetracked by the fact that the dog got sick or my mom needed help with her, her moving or something else came up. This is the, this is the game that keeps you focused on generating mm -hmm. revenue. Mm -hmm. Now, my recommendation is, is that you do at least two cycles of this. Mm -hmm. So cycles would be two 90 day cycles. So for the next six months, you're tracking your revenue daily and you will go through a, a, a pretty predictable series of emotions here. Like the first one is that for most entrepreneurs, you're going to be putting down a lot of zeros and that'll get you angry. Um, and you'll be like cursing my name, whoever that girl on that crazy <laughs> podcast is, I, I don't like her. Um, and that's a good thing because that anger lets you know that you need to do something different. Mm -hmm. Then you'll go through another very predictable emotion, which is um, you'll get competitive, right? You'll get driven and you'll say, darn, if I am going to put another zero here, I'm actually going to do more follow-ups. I'm going to do more reach outs. I'm going to start making more offers because I'm going to put money down here. And that's a very beautiful emotion because it'll get you moving. You might also go through confusion and confusion is another, and, the, and you might be confused about, well, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to make more money? How am I supposed to put more numbers on here? And that confusion brings up questions. And finding somebody to get those questions answered is another really beautiful thing. And then the final emotion you'll go through, well, not the final, but the next and the best, and the best, I think, is that emotion when you hit one of your revenue goals. Mm -hmm. right? And you realize, wow, I'm actually doing this. Like I'm generating revenue consistently for my business and I'm starting to hit my goals. The beautiful thing about revenue tracking is it keeps what is important, namely the revenue front and center, front and center for you. Mm -hmm. I love it. I mean, also it's that focus, right? So you're focusing energy and you're holding an expectational energy that, you know, my intention is to write down money that is coming in. So I can see that from an energetic perspective, it's about activating expectation, and so I love that because it really, and it's focusing energy. It's keeping the energy in a very focused manner. So I, I, I think that's amazing. So that's the first tool. Beautiful. And then you have a second one that you wanted to share with folks, or if yeah. there's something that's segueing you want to do on that, then please yeah, do Yeah, sure. Um, the second tool is about focusing on activities that generate revenue. Mm -hmm. So um, this is really about understanding that the number one activity that generates revenue is a sales conversation. So making an offer or putting something out to someone to buy. 
And uh, so you want to be making sure that every single day you're focusing in on three revenue generating activities, three activities that are going to be your priority actions that are activities that lead to you being able to have a sales conversation. So it could be reaching out to somebody. It could be following up with someone. Um, it could be doing a speaking event or um, setting up a sales conversation, doing something that is going to lead into uh, a sale, essentially. And you want to make sure that you do those three activities, those three actions before noon every single day. So I just recommend that you take your to-do list, you look at the things that are going to generate revenue the fastest, and you write them down to do first in your day um, as a second tool. Now, um, I do want to say to folks who are listening, um, I have a planner. It's the third book that I wrote. It's called The Breakthrough Planner. And in The Breakthrough Planner, it's a 90-day system to help keep you organized in terms of your revenue tracking and your priority actions. And it's got a monthly place for you to do your revenue tracking and a daily place for you to write your priority uh, actions. So if you are looking for a way to keep this organized, I recommend that you check that out. It's at Breakthrough Planner with an S, BreakthroughPlanners.com. Mm -hmm. Great. Awesome. Um, so a, is that the gift that you're providing for people? Um, my gift is, is different from that. Okay. Okay. We'll get to yeah. that in a, in a second. Okay, great. So yeah. So you definitely, if you want to keep that all organized, you have uh, a way to do that, but you also have a gift that folks are going to get and we'll talk about that at the end. Okay, yes. great. Yeah. Um, so, so let's talk about how to stop procrastinating and get what you need done. I know we don't have a lot of time left, but if you maybe could touch on that, because I think that's one of the major things I hear from folks. And certainly, you know, we've all had that where it's kind of like, you know, where we know what we need to do, or we think we know what we need to do. And some, something is keeping us from doing that. And so we call that procrastination. Now, what, what, what do you want to share with folks about that? Yeah. So I just have a very simple uh, way to do this. It's called something that I call the flow method. Mm -hmm. And the flow method is breaking down what you're doing so that you're working in 25 minute flows. So mm. you flow for 25 minutes and you take a five minute break. Then you flow for 25 minutes and take a five minute break. And I recommend you do um, four flows and then take a longer break. Now, the reason I like working in flows is that it's that whole concept of, gosh, I have this really scary thing that I don't want to start or that I'm procrastinating on, that I'm resisting. Mm -hmm. And if you can tell your body and brain, I'm going to put a timer on and I'm going to open this up and I'm going to work on it for 25 minutes, that's it. And after that 25 minutes, if I still feel like I'm freaking out and I don't know what I'm doing, I can stop. But if, um, and or I can take a five minute break and keep working on it again. And one of the things that really helps here is just that our minds and bodies, when we, we have a tendency, whenever we're procrastinating on something, it's because the story we're telling ourselves is that this is really hard. And it's going to take a really long time. And we're going to sit here for 12 hours and it's never going to get done. Or and not, it's, I don't know what to do, or I'm not as good or whatever story, yeah. right? You got to yeah. get in touch with that story. That's helps. 
first of all. Right. Yeah. But a lot of times, I mean, that is the story, but a lot of times we, you can't get in touch with it when you're procrastinating because it seems, because it seems really real. Like it's really Mm -hmm. real. And I just had this happen on Saturday. I was working on something that I literally, I had procrastinated on it three different times. And finally I sat down on Saturday and I was like, you're going to put 25 minutes on the clock. You're going to open it. You're going to look at it. You're going to start working on it. And if it is too hard or this isn't working, you can stop after that 25 minutes. But like everything else in life, I opened it and I realized, oh, this is totally doable, right? This is not, not only is this totally doable, I'm totally going to get this done. It's fine. I don't know why I was freaking out. And then I finished it. And so that 25 minute rule just allows you to, to like get, to open it and start it. And that is often the hardest part when you're procrastinating. Wow. I love that. And I love these really practical, um, but their energy, you know, their energy uh, alignment, you know, the things that you're talking about really about aligning your energy and they feel, you know, super and, and aligning your energy is super practical. That's what people, you know, don't really oftentimes really get. And so I love this because it really is about, it's about taking baby steps too. you know, where you say, okay, so I'm going to do it for 25 minutes. It's almost like I can, you know, think of like with a kid, right? Cause your inner coach is basically coaching you is what I heard you say. It's sort of like, you've got this inner coach saying, all right, now listen, you're going to do this for 25 minutes, you know, and the part of you that really doesn't want to do is like, uh, okay. I'll do it for 25 minutes. Yeah, just try it. Try it for 25 minutes. Then we can have a little break. You know, I I don't know if you have any kids, but I mean, it just reminds me of every time I would get my daughter, you know, to take a little something. Well, you can just take a bite of this. Okay. If you really don't like it, you can spit in your napkin. All right. But just at least take a bite. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, wait a minute. I do like uh, Brussels sprouts. It's okay. You know, but you had to at least you had to at least try it. And and it's like you're negotiating with that procrastinating self or something. That's kind of what I got out of it. Totally. And that's 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 our inner child. Right. It's it's our inner child. And in fact, if you we this is a whole other call in itself. But come back and do that. Yeah. (laughs) If you are self-sabotaging. Typically, the reason you are self-sabotaging or procrastinating is because your inner child is rebelling against uh, an authority figure dynamic, right? That has happened when you were little or that you came into this world with. And so you are absolutely speaking to your inner child when you're trying to work through self-sabotage. And and that's one way to do it is to say, hey, hey, sweet little girl, um, we're just going to sit down for 25 minutes and you have full permission. We can stop if it doesn't work and we can do something else. And that gives that inner child that feeling of like, okay, I don't have to self-sabotage anymore. Well, right. It gives the total permission that you're not trying to barrel over it, you know, and you're not trying to, um, you know, uh, you're, you're sort of in a little way distracting. It's kind of like the law of distraction. <laughs> totally. totally. Right. Yeah. So I love that. Now, of course, we could talk to you for days and we will have you back on, but you've given such amazing value and these amazing tools and just your energy. Uh, you know, I can just feel people being reprogrammed and repatterned just listening to you. So, but you do have something additionally that you brought a wonderful gift. So why don't you share a little bit about that and how folks can find that and, and, and how that fits into our whole discussion here. Totally. So um, what I'm, uh, 
what I'd love to offer folks is something I call our money making marketing calendar. Now, what this is a sort this is a really strategy like nuts and bolts business um, support, mm-hmm. and and really what it's about is Great. remember how I said you want to be focusing on revenue generating activities. Like the second tool I talked about was you want to be doing at least three revenue generating activities a day before noon each day in order to generate sales conversations. Now, the number one question I get are is, well, Monica, what are those revenue generating activities? Mm -hmm. Like, what should I be doing in order to generate sales conversations? So that's what's in the money-making marketing calendar is that we have a list of nine RGAs, revenue generating activities that you can be doing to generate more sales conversations. We have the order that you should do them in, the frequency that you should do them with. And then there's a blank calendar in there for you to be able to write in what mar- what which of them you want to be doing and to be able to check it off and, and use it as a tool moving forward. It's pretty awesome in that way. And you can pick that up at money making, uh, sorry, that you can pick that up at marketingcalendarnow.com, marketingcalendarnow.com. And what I love about that is so often the story people are telling themselves is, well, if I just had a plan, you know, but then they'll say, oh, yeah, but that's going to be so much work to put a plan together. And so basically you're handing people this plan, you're making it again for their inner child, right? You're saying, okay, now look at it. Here's your plan. Here's a way to organize it. This is going to be easy. So just try this. Right? It's kind of like trying a little, little bit of it. You know, so just try this. And so I really want to recommend everyone go and get that at marketingcalendarnow.com because that is going to help you get focused. That is going to help you to align energy, inner and outer. And that is going to support you to start um, bringing in that revenue and really having that expectational energy activated. So now you say, oh, wait a minute. I heard this great podcast. I'm going to go get that. I'm going to start on that now. So you're listening right now, go do it right now. Just take one action. The next action is go get this. Don't wait. Don't say, oh, that sounds really great, but I'll go get that tomorrow. No, do it right now. Then you can you can begin to start giving yourself the um, energy appreciation. Well, look at you did it. You went and got that calendar. Okay, great. Print it out, you know, and then, okay, well, we'll start on it. Well, when are we going to start on it, right? It's just tiny little baby steps, right? And we've got to be okay for ourselves that it's okay that, that we that we are taking these tiny steps because oftentimes people really discount that. They'll say, oh, you know, well, I'm really not doing much. No, you're doing a lot and you've got to really appreciate yourself and, and, and really just flood yourself with appreciation and love and just be gentle on yourself because you wouldn't be, you, you were so tough on ourselves. We would never be like that with anyone else, only ourselves. Right. It's, it's true. It, uh, we, we just have to treat ourselves with more love. And that's part of the reason I created this is to make it easy for you to know what to do so that we don't have to beat ourselves up anymore over. I don't know. Exactly. So Monica, of course, we're having you back. We really appreciate you. And I already talked about it. We've got, you know, great foundation that you started here today. So what's one thing or, or maybe something you feel guided that you'd like to share with people before we close? I think the, the most important thing is to be okay if you're someone out there who wants more. 
because often as women, as spiritual entrepreneurs, as folks that are service providers, we think that we have to be tolerating less Mm. or be okay with something that we don't feel really good about. And I just want to really invite you to honor the part of you that wants more, whether it be like better pillows or better food or a nicer house, or whether it be a bigger business or more clients, like all of it, because that is a, it's a divine right for us to want more. And it's a divine right for us to receive more. Wow. Goosebumps again. Fantastic. I'm so appreciative, appreciative for you, appreciative for your light and all and, and I'm so grateful for all the things that you have shared. You've been so transparent. You know, I know a lot of times we all talk about this behind the scenes, but, but you know, sort of the folks out there don't get to hear about it. And thank you so much for being so transparent and so just, just so um, willing to share, you know, challenges and, and really divine curriculum is what I call it. You know, I mean, when you decide to do a business, I believe it will activate all of your divine curriculum and it will present you with with things that you would never have ever had an opportunity to to really fully work through you know and really work on and and that's part of what we're we're doing you know on the planet right so absolutely Thank you so much. I so appreciate you. And we will most definitely arrange to have you back. So I want everyone to go and get that marketingcalendarnow.com. Go get that right now, align and let's get started. So Thank you everybody for being here and we see you all back here next time. We see you living lives of love and joy and peace, health and prosperity in all ways, all ways. See you back here next time, everybody. Do You hate selling yet love to be of service. In my free masterclass, you will discover three soulful secrets to client conversations that feel joyful, easy, and fun. Using these secrets, One of my clients made $8,000 in one week, and another client made $100,000 in less than six months. Register now at www.coachingfromspirit.com slash masterclass.